Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Another brand new Flyers Daily for Friday, the 16th of the month of September. Jason Mertides with you as camp is underway, at least for the rookies. And they are reported to Voorhees at the Skate Zone and getting things underway on the ice yesterday. Uh, guys getting uh, to cut their teeth, show a little something. And for some of the younger players, a good opportunity to be put through the paces, even though maybe the NHL is not there for them right now. But a first impression is. So rookie camp underway, be a couple of games this weekend. And can you believe it? A week from today, veterans will be on the ice for their second day of on-ice practices. And preseason, just a week from tomorrow will be the first preseason game for the Flyers at Wells Fargo Center. It is that time of year. starting to get a little colder outside, and hockey is in the air, which is a great thing. Maybe everybody not ready to turn their attention to hockey because they think, well, hockey means winter. Well, hockey also means fall, and uh, it's about that time to get it going. I am looking forward to it. Uh, Quick uh, note for you real quick. Coming up next week when training camp starts, beginning Wednesday, we are going to go to a Monday through Friday schedule here on Flyers Daily. And when the regular season starts that week of, we're going to go to a seven-day-a-week. Back to the namesake of this Flyers podcast, and it will be daily. From the time the season starts, uh, that week of the season beginning in October, all the way through until it ends, and then some uh, to go daily. And we'll have podcasts for you every single day. And we hope to provide you with some great content throughout this season as well. A lot of intriguing storylines. We're going to get to the final 10 questions and the 10 question marks heading into the Flyers season with Bill Meltzer on Monday's edition of Flyers Daily. But in this episode, we're going to talk to a guy who was new here last year. It was that one-for-one trade with the Columbus Blue Jackets that sent Jake Voracek to Columbus and brought the Flyers Cam Atkinson. Now, when he was in Columbus, played for a bunch of years under John Tortorella. And he was a guy that certainly stumped for John Tortorella at his end-of-season meeting, I'm sure, with the GM. He did so with the media and myself and uh, had a 41-goal season under John Tortorella in Columbus in the 2018-19 season and finished that year with 69 points and then also had another year under John Tortorella where he scored 35 goals and had 62 points. He plays the game the right way in all zones. But can add, uh, as you can see, 41 and 35 goal years, some scoring punch as well to a lineup. And last year in 73 games with the Flyers, 23 goals, 27 assists, 50 points. I'm, of course, talking about Cam Atkinson, and he is our guest on this episode of Flyers Daily. Cam, how are you? How was the summer? It was good, man. It was uh, it was long. A little bit too long, but it seemed like it went by quick. So it's, uh, it's definitely going to be back here and into the swing of things. You feel it's much longer. Like, if you don't make the playoffs, every round is an extra two weeks of basically a play. Does it feel that much longer when you don't go to the postseason? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it definitely feels that way. Um, you know, Plus I, you're I, pissed, I, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure, especially after last season. Everyone should have a, a bitter taste in their mouth, um, and hence why everyone's back three weeks early to start a trend camp. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we're off to a good start, I think, in that, in that sort of aspect of it. Um, what do you, do you have a lot of, you know, text conversations and, and conversations with, you know, guys amongst the leadership group to come in, make sure everybody comes in and ready to go this year and not let what happened last year repeat itself? Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, it's, uh, you know, obviously everyone's heard from the, the guys that have been talking to media, but, you know, everyone's embarrassed and as they should be. And, um, you know, it's a new year and 
bringing in a new coach and you can, you can sense the urgency within players and uh, the excitement around uh, bringing in Tortorella and uh, knowing it's going to be obviously a, a very tough camp. Um, but that's the way you build a camaraderie and build the, uh, the brotherhood within the team. How many guys have reached out to you to get the, the scouting report on torts guys that have not been coached by him because you spent a good deal of time with them. Yeah, mostly everybody. And obviously being back, guys I haven't talked to have come up to me and asked. And even guys that I've, I've, I've talked to, you know, it seems like every day leading up to the 21st, seems like guys are asking more and more questions. So, which is good. You know, it's uh, that kind of nervous and anxious feeling in your stomach and uh, knowing that's going to be a very tough camp. But like I said, there's a rhyme to the reason for it. And, and we're all in it together and, and you know, building, so, building towards something pretty special. And, um, you know, you got to love it. Uh, with your time with Torts prior to this year, I, he's a coach that I've kind of, I've, I've always been pictured as evolving in his tactics and his way of thinking year after year. Did he evolve pretty substantially in the time that you were with him from when you first got him to when you left in Columbus? Yeah, without question. I mean, I had him for six years. So, yeah. um, you know, I had him when I was, you know, obviously a lot younger to maturing to him putting a letter on my sweater. So, um you know, it's uh, it's been an evolving relationship, a great relationship, you know, um, you know, I guess one that you would want to have with your coach. Uh, you know, him and I have been communicating him when uh, he was working for ESPN last summer or last year. And, uh, you know, he's going to be hard on me, just as hard on me, if not the, the hardest, just because he expects a lot out of me. And, and, you know, that reciprocation as far as me communicating with the players and to him as well. So, um as a player, that's what you want. And for me personally, that's what I need. I need him to be on me and, you know, he expects the best out of me. So, um, like I, like I expect that of myself as well. So it's great. With the addition of John and, and that coaching staff, uh, it does certainly lend to more responsibility for you off the ice as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's nothing that I haven't been uh, familiar with, uh, just being an older guy and, and kind of learning the ropes through other you know, leaders that I've been able to play with throughout my career. Um, and so I just try to, you know, lead by example and, and the best way I possibly can, um, you know, trying to bring in the young guys, get guys, to, you know, with their wives and girlfriends and guys that are single, just trying to get us all together and, um, you know, having fun outside of the rink. You know, we're, we're all in this together to win a Stanley Cup and uh, you want everyone to feel part of it. You scored 41 goals playing for Torts. And, you know, one of the narratives about Torts is he wants to turn everybody into a shop blocker and defensive stalwart. But that's not true. You scored 30 or 41 and 35 in two seasons with him. What do you have to do at that end of the ice to allow him to give you the leash at the offensive end of the ice? I mean, there's got to be a give and take. Uh, you know, you got you to know when you can cheat towards offense. But at the same time, you got to play hard defensively. And if you do that, you know, he allows you to do whatever you want in the offensive zone. Um you know, and honestly, the quicker you're out of the op the defensive zone, the quicker you get the offense. So, you know, everyone wants to be in the offense zone, score goals and make plays. Uh, you just have to do it the right way. And usually when you work hard and you put yourself in a good position in the defensive zone, it leads to good offense. Cam, the word I kept hearing about him from the time you and I spoke after we, we taped our conversation at a breakup day, and I reached out to a lot of guys that played for him. And the term that kept coming back to me, was if you play an honest game, you don't have any problems. He's going to push you, yeah, but it's about playing an honest – like where you can look in the mirror and say, it's not about me, it's about we. And that seems to be an overriding theme with Torts. 
Absolutely. I mean, it, it doesn't matter where you are in the pecking order of the lineup or what you're made or what you're making or where you have been in the past. It's, you know, he expects no matter who's stepping on the ice to play the right way and play hard. You play hard, you know, it usually ends up in good results. So um, I'll tell you first, <laughs> firsthand, it's uh, he demands that that your work ethic and it starts in practice. Um, and, you know, you practice how you play. I think he's been you know, he's been hard on me throughout my course of, you know, the six years that he coached me to practice even harder. And uh, I take a lot of pride in how I practice. So, uh, you know, I owe that a lot to uh, Torts. Uh, how was your summer? Because you were a little bit banged up at the end of last year. A lot of guys were so many injuries last year. It's it's almost insane to, to recount them. But how, were you, how was your approach to the offseason? When did you get back on the ice? And was it any rehabilitation or straight up training? You know, I took some time to heal the things that I needed to heal. And uh, as soon as I felt comfortable getting back into it, you know, I, I was working out in the gym pretty quickly uh, in the off season, but I take, I take some time off of skating just to kind of clear the mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was skating pretty quickly twice a week, uh, you know, starting probably in June to three times a week, starting in August and then just kind of revving it up ever, ever since. So um, you know, I've been around long enough this year. It's going to be my 12th year. I know what kind of works and what doesn't. And the older I get, the harder it is to get back into it. So I like to start a little bit earlier each, uh, each off season. How's your training evolved over the years? Cause sometimes it's, you learn how to train smarter, not harder. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's my philosophy. I still train very hard, but, um, I'm not trying to hurt myself and, and break personal records, even though I'm still lifting pretty heavy. Um, you know, I think it's just what works and what works for me is I'm obviously a smaller, skilled, quick guy. So doing a lot of explosive stuff, a lot of plyos and, and quick twitching exercises that kind of works for my body. And uh, been with the same trainer for five years now in Columbus and it's, uh, it's been working. Uh, last thing for you, you mentioned earlier in, the, in this conversation that you guys were embarrassed last year. And you also mentioned, you know, it's important to have fun, but do the right things while you're having fun. Winning's fun. And when you're losing, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to come to the rink with a smile every day. How important is that aspect for you guys to get off to a good start and really jump into a belief amongst the group? Yeah, I mean, winning solves a lot of problems. Um, you know, I'm Ultimate a firm deodorant. Believer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you take a day at a time. I'm not going to look toward uh, the start of the regular season. I, you know, it's you know, training camp's going to be hard itself. So just take a day at a time and build together and try to build that camaraderie. Like I told you earlier, and, um, we're all in it together and it's going to be hard, but like I said, it's when you're doing it amongst each other and pushing each other, that's, that's when you build that, uh, that team sportsmanship and, um, you know, we're all going to battle together and that's, that's what you want. You know, that's the standard that when Torts talks about a standard, that's what he's talking about. Right. Exactly. Love it. Hey, Cam, uh, thanks for taking the time, man. Best of luck the uh, week and a half now leading up to camp. We'll talk once things get going, and uh, we appreciate the time as always. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Cam Atkinson for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Again, starting next week, we'll go to a Monday through Friday format for Flyers Daily. Monday's episode will take on the final 10 questions, 10 question marks. It was 20. We went through the first 10 on last Monday's episode, but we'll hit the final 10 question marks heading into the flyer season with bill melzer on monday's edition but in the meantime everybody enjoy the weekend enjoy the fall weather and we'll talk to you next monday on a brand new flyers daily treated you like a lusty blade a throw away from an open grave cut you loose from a chain